0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. The chairshot.com. Always use your head. Eight, seven.
0: to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I'm your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, the ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants herself, the most professional podcaster, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales, here with you again for another week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show, which is a proud part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com
1: thechairshot.com always use your head
0: as always i am joined by my co-host he is the king pin of ChairShot.com. he is the unstoppable one greg demarco
2: every week every week you're gonna say that aren't you every single week yeah.
0: Well, I, I look, you come up with, like, half of my nicknames, and I finally have some good nicknames for you, and half, I'm not going to use Half?
2: Half? Half's not giving me enough credit. No, I'm just kidding. That's true. I,
0: it's like, okay, 80%. Yeah,
2: I can go with 80%. It might even be higher. I don't know. So, yes. <laughs> Unstoppable one. I have it just a story. always
0: needs the credit.
2: I do. I do. It's just, I, I can admit it. I don't care. What doesn't yes. bother me, though. Um, I have a story about how, this
0: Yes. I was going to say, how are you doing? But go ahead into the story. I, I'm doing so, like, good with everything.
2: I've um, got an update coming for everybody by now. It might already be out there. You know, you, you've seen the blood work results, but definitely, it, definitely positive things going. I haven't talked to a doctor about it yet. So obviously want that. He kind of knows what he's doing, right? So I want to talk to him. But today I, I was today being Tuesday and we to record this I was a CrossFit. We're doing something called a squat snatch. If you don't know what it is, look it up. I'm not going to explain it to you, but, um, doing lots of sets of these. And we, we got through everything that we were supposed to do. And I decided to do another set. And, and and so I was like, I'm gonna put a little more weight on, do it, do another set. And in my head, for some reason, never done this before. Uh, I I thought of it as the, the leukemia set, right. I was doing another set and thought of it as this. And so I put on more weight and, and I decided to do this. And, and so I was already taxed, right. Already, already, you know, doing what I needed to do. And I put the weight on, and I didn't get it, right? And in my head, I was like, do this, and and that means you can beat this, right? And I didn't get it, and I was so pissed off, right? So then I did a second time, and I didn't get it either, and I was so mad. And then I did a third time, and and at this point, I would have done it a 100 times. Like, I just was not stopping, and I got it. It was the
0: principle of the matter. It
2: was. It was the principle of the matter, got the whole thing done, and – I was very excited, um, because otherwise I don't know what I would have thought, you know, I, you put yourself, put that on yourself and then, and then you don't, don't get it, but was successful in, in the leukemia set and got it over there. I don't know if I'll keep doing it, keep doing the extra set and call it that, but it happened. And, and as you know, especially listening to chair shot radio, usually when things start, they just keep going. So, um, Maybe that'll be a thing. I don't know. maybe get other people involved, but that happened literally today a little while ago, is it's uh, t- of course, Tuesday when we record this. So yeah, it's a thing now. you just never know, but that's all part of that uh, unstoppable nature that um, Miranda was talking about everything we're going through but things are well things are good and I appreciate you asking and everybody that's asking I get random messages all the time and I've gotten used to it and I and I love and cherish it but um it just still surprises me when I get them just because it's like why but yeah it's awesome it's amazing and and it just is more you know more fuel in the tank to make sure that we take care of this knock it out and show people exactly what's possible so it's what we're doing it's what we're doing
0: that's great! Congratulations on uh, killing that that set. I mean, it. Sometimes it takes a while, especially when you are stacking up weight and, and challenging yourself, learning something new. You know, just knowing that you know sometimes you have to try more than once. Um, so I also feel like that's a, a good outlook and perspective on life that you cannot give up if you don't succeed the first time you keep on trying until you get it. So, yeah. uh, true, true inspiration, uh, as far as everything that you're doing, everything you've done, everything you will do. Um, and so I'm just stupid proud of you.
2: Well, and, and, and you have to be, but you are anyway. And so I appreciate that.
0: Yes. <laughs> I don't have to be proud of you. you. Really I don't. just am. Don't.
2: I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play producer on air. If it's possible, if you're able to move your microphone any closer to yourself, you might want to.
0: Yes. Okay. I, I will. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, here we go. That's better.
2: Yes, that is better. Yes.
0: No, that's okay.
2: Yeah, that's I mean, why we could you hear you before, the- but I want to make sure they can really no. hear you. When we get really
0: hear you as i compliment you and, and say good things about you that's why and
2: spread your knowledge about the wrestling let's be honest come on now.
0: yes <laughs> my don't. knowledge about the wrestling that's adorable um <laughs> we'll get into tonight's topic and yes knowledge of wrestling is is really a stretch greg i just let's just let's just be honest uh i have a little bit of a hint based off of what i'm wearing yeah. but that's not even our main topic tonight uh main topic as as a lot of listeners and viewers know is usually tied into something that I'm doing something that's happened in my life, and I kind of bring it all back. So tonight's topic is definitely part of that. But in the meantime, before we get into it, if any of you want to continue to follow Greg's journey, you can follow him on social media at ShareShotGreg on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. The content on all of those platforms are a little bit different. Um, whereas you know the Instagram, I always joke he is a CrossFit Instagram influencer, uh, which is really what his Instagram is is it's geared towards. That, yeah. Yeah, Facebook and Twitter, a little bit more wrestling oriented. Um, but hey, follow him on all forms of social media. You can also follow the Chair Shot on social media at Chair Shop Media on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And you can follow me, Miranda Morales, on Instagram and Facebook at the hashtag Miranda. The Twitterless heroin still happening it means no Twitter. Uh, but go ahead and, and follow the chair shot on Twitter. Sometimes I will jump in and take over uh, the uh, chair shots Instagram or Twitter. It's been a minute. I, I haven't been you. able to do it, uh, but we're working on it. Working on it for. For
2: future, there are uh, two takeovers. takeovers coming up, you know, or two. Yes, that
0: actually works great with my schedule. So yeah, expect week. some type of takeover, uh Twitter takeover for NXT takeover stand and deliver in a few weeks. Um, with that, where, too, where? Oh
2: wait, wait, where Miranda will sit and deliver? Uh, you ain't gonna stand. I mean, not gonna stand during the whole takeover, especially. I'm if not gonna still.
0: stand. Ain't no. nobody got time for standing. On no. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, sir, no, sir, I will no. not. I know we got time for standing for two no. hours, no? No, I just I t- t- one Disneyland. comment,
2: and I completely derailed what you were doing. That that's just yes, what I do. Yes, it I is. Think.
0: Well, before we get into tonight's topic, an update on IZW Impact Zone Wrestling ticket sales, um, because it's only been a few weeks out from Monster, and we are currently selling tickets for May fifteenth, which is. Um, Oh, the title just slipped through. Uh, regulate, yes. I was like, regulate it after the champion. Yes. I kept wanting to say retaliation. I don't know why. Like, G.I. Joe retaliation. Like, I don't know why. It's too
2: close to retribution. I-Z-W- I can't do it.
0: I- IZW regulate Saturday May 15th tickets are almost sold out. We are literally weeks out of monster. VIP sold out, VIP couches sold out, general admission is almost sold out. So make sure that you get your tickets if you are uh interested in attending. Tickets are almost sold out as we talked about on the Baby Facial podcast. We don't even think we'll get through the month of March with tickets still available. It is very likely tickets are going to sell out in just the next few weeks if not week like week one week. So yeah, when we make sure I
2: yeah. feel like there's one match that once we announce it gone. Yes, I really do. I
0: know. I think I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's going to be insane because like, three so matches different. have been
2: revealed already. Yeah. And there'll be other ones, but I think there's one that when we announce it, I know for a fact it's never been done in the state of Arizona. Yeah. And, and I think once we announce that it, it's, I think we're done with ticket sales yep. at that point. I really, really do. So and just
0: get it. You don't even need to know what the match is. We know, yeah. uh, but uh, just just because we know. But if if you don't know, just don't even don't even second don't guess. Either. Just get it because yeah. you, Greg's absolutely right. When it gets announced, it's it's going to be something so different um, and very fitting. That's yeah. all. That's all you need to know. That's it.
2: Very much so. Very-
0: very, very, much. So. so, Greg, where can our listeners and viewers find tickets and information?
3: The
2: on best IZW? thing to do is to go to on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at i z w wrestling a Z. Because we're revamping the website, so IZWWrestling.com, not fully up to date as we go through the revamp. However, there is still a link to get to the ticket box office, so to speak, on Eventbrite, where you can see all the available tickets, which right now is just the general admission tickets for regulates. You can get there that way, but if you go to our social media platforms at IZWWrestlingAZ, you know the old link in bio, right, that we always see on social media, all of them have the link in, in the bio and any post that we made selling, you know, promoting the event also has the link to, uh, to pick up tickets that way as well. Matches has already been announced. Of course, the Magnificent defends the IZW world championship for the first time as he just won in February against Watson, the Navajo warrior, Gino Rivera in a strap match. Watch. So, so, you know, watch, watch a man get destroyed. Basically. is is yep. what I think is going to happen. Miracle, Mike James and Aguila, uh, where their managers, Beaver Las Vegas and Johnny Rocks, will be handcuffed to each other at ringside. And so that's going to be fun and interesting as well. Way more to come, way more to be announced. There's only three mm-hmm. matches. We've got so many more to come, including something that has never happened in the state of Arizona, or most states actually, now that I think about it, but definitely the state of Arizona. Yeah. And and I'm super excited about it. And, and it will cause, I, I will say this, it will cause us to have to have two intermissions. I will, I will reveal that much to the people. It will cause us to have to have two intermissions. Um, so go at IZW wrestling AZ, pick up your tickets now while you still can, because I can't do what I did last time. So you got to get them while you can get them and you will be very glad you did.
0: Well, before we get into tonight's topic, another way that you can support IZW and the shot.com is going to pro oh 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 I jumped into it without winding. See, I did that. I did that last week and I just caught myself because I was like in the flow of yeah, getting getting into it. So uh before we do that, Greg, why don't you go ahead and wind it up? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot, where you can get your Chair Shot t-shirt and IZW t-shirt today, yes. That site holds t-shirts for both the cheershot.com and Impact Zone Wrestling. T-shirts start at $19.99, and if you want to pay a few extra dollars, you can get your t-shirt in soft style, which I highly, highly recommend. So make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com. Lots of different designs and styles to choose from. Of course, that means the hashtag – or not the hashtag – Uh, the Queen of Soft Style shirt. There is a hashtag in there says hashtag Miranda like at the bottom. But the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt, Everybody Hates Greg, multiple Always Use Your Head t-shirts, the hashtag Save Tag Team Wrestling shirt, uh, Bandwagon Nerds, hashtag Journalism, Chair Shot 316, all of those shirts are available and also some awesome Impact Zone IZW wrestling t-shirts that you can check out at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. So that is sportwrestlingkeys.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot or IECW t-shirt today
1: bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet MGM simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150 then
3: To the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time, welcome to WrestleMania!
1: Hey, folks, BC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday
3: afternoon on the Chairshot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six-pack at a time. Check it out every Friday. Only on the ChairShot Radio Network. Promotional
1: consideration paid for by the following.
3: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT.
1: Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net.
2: You know, it's funny how commercials are made. We had PC Tony introducing himself twice in the past minute. That's just how things work out. That's sometimes.
0: okay. Now yeah. everybody should know PC Tony. Right. If you don't know, now you know.
2: You do. You do.
0: Period. Period. So this week's topic is actually a blend of things that are, are happening. So I want to promise this that uh, it's maybe an unusual topic for this time of year, meaning I probably should have talked about this a month ago on Valentine's Day, but True. who does that? Um, because this is more relevant to what's happening soon, which is, you know, me, myself, Miranda Morales, I'm a podcaster, an interviewer, and ring announcer. Now I could add game show host to my resume. And that is because this Saturday, March 20th, I will be hosting a virtual game show called Ring of Love for Expo Lucha. Um, and Expo Lucha is a annual event um, hosted by a plethora of, of um, well, it's, it's many people associated with, with Mass Republic and, and Lucha Central, um, and it is focused on Lucha Libre, a, a convention of sorts of Lucha Libre that has been around for several years now, used to be a live event. They've held it in San Diego, in Las Vegas. They're looking to uh, have it in Philadelphia this year. It was supposed to be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania uh, last year, but due to the pandemic, they put it on pause. So that is still the uh, intention and and we'll learn more this Saturday um, at Expo Lucha, but uh, just. Last year, they held the first virtual Expo Lucha event, which was found on YouTube, um, and through, uh, Mass Republic and LuchaCentral.com. Um, links are all, all available there and you can go to Expo, uh, Lucha.com for more information. It is a free event to view online and this includes lots of great matches, um, from previous events. Some of these are going to be first live like no one's ever seen these before um you're also going to have some cool panels from mass republic and boss fight studios on merchandising um lucha libre action figures uh, there's going to be a segment hosted by selena de la Renta of mlw fame uh, regarding the lucha libre cookbook how to eat like a luchador how to cook like a luchador book that's coming out in June, um, and you'll get to learn how to cook some Puerto Rican cornbread. And one of the other additional uh, segments is the Ring of Love virtual game show, where I'm going to be your host. I'm going to help a lucky bachelorette navigate her way through finding love with a luchador. Um, she's going to be uh, and questioning or uh, being able to ask questions and get answers from four different luchadors. And uh, from there, she'll be, she'll have to pick one to go out on a virtual date with. So I'm very excited to be now a game show host. Of course, I love game show hosts. And that's all going to be available uh, online this Saturday. It's starting at 10 AM Pacific standard time. Um, So just, figure out what time zone you're in. Um, that's, that's actually 10 a.m., like, you you know, wherever, wherever you live. But just just Pacific Standard Time is what is being advertised. So depending on what time zone you are, it may be a little bit later um, in your morning. But um Yeah. So because of that, because I am going to be a game show host, I decided, you know, how to tie in, you know, some of, you know, some of my favorite wrestling topics. And one of the things that always has drawn me to wrestling is storyline. So for this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show and in celebration of myself becoming a game show host, I wanted to go over some of the best on air romances in professional wrestling and i say specifically on air because i really want to keep it in the world of fabe uh going into the off air is a whole other subject you know granted it is very important and in it some have crossed over but i really want to get on the on air because that in of self in pro wrestling i think is very undervalued and underrated And, you know, it's one of those things that love is a universal language. You know, most people can can relate to it in some way, shape or form. And for pro wrestling, where it is very much more of a physical uh, sport, uh, when you throw love in it, you know, sometimes it can actually help propel the story or make it worse. So that's what we're going to be talking about uh, for, for this week's episode. Greg, are you ready?
2: Do I have a choice?
0: That is also true. You don't have much of a choice I, I do want to say one word. thing
2: though. If you yes. get to put game show host on your resume, then I get to put game show writer on mine, and I'm going to do that. So.
0: Well, then, yeah, you could do whatever you want. It's your resume. Like I don't.
2: I want to be <laughs> truthful, <laughs> though. Like let's just be honest.
0: Well, here. yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm truthful as a game show host, and yes, as a game show writer. Because I'll take it. You've hosted. You've hosted, and I have written, hosted game shows, pretty much everything I? written under the sun, almost.
2: Yeah, it's kind of. When you say it that way, wow, I've wasted a whole lot of time in my life. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: So most memorable, and we'll talk about the good and the bad and everything in between. And we're just going to be kind of off the cuff with this and kind of just throwing out what we think are some of the most memorable ones, things that stick with in, in our head. And, I mean, you can't think of pro wrestling romances if you don't think of really the most memorable one, the one that has stuck with people across generations, um, and that's Macho Man and Ms. Elizabeth. You know, that is truly one of the only times you look at a romance and it's made people legitimately cry. It's one of my favorite things to watch when they get reunited. I think it was SummerSlam after he split from uh, Queen Sherry.
2: I know it was WrestleMania where oh, WrestleMania, you know, the big moment at WrestleMania Seven after he lost the Ultimate Warrior, and
0: then was they got married at SummerSlam.
2: I think so, a match made in heaven, okay. a match made got, in hell. Yes, yes, Zeus and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: yes, but I mean, seeing how excited the fans were and how many people—I don't think I've ever seen people get that legitimately teary-eyed over a wrestling uh, on-air wrestling pairing ever since then. Like, it, and yeah. I think it's because it's evolved where it's now very much more, you know, dramatic and gimmicky and storytelling. But that is at its best. Like, that is the Luke and Laura. I'm going to just throw soap opera for references in here. So whatever. Just it's my show. That is the Luke and Laura of professional wrestling. You know, that was the one good pure romance that we had on air. Again, I'm not talking about off air because there's just a lot to it. But it is really the purest sense of love because i think it was two very different personalities and them fighting to kind of come back together after they split and especially seeing miss elizabeth who was someone who was very non-confrontational um go and fight for the macho man was one of the, the purest signs of love that you've ever seen in wrestling and that dynamic just carried them through to have, you know, one of the, the most famous, you know, weddings in all of, of the history of pro wrestling. So I just, when I think of actual, the best, the most memorable on air romances, the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth top my list.
2: I've got a ringer, but I don't want to use it yet. So I'm going to, okay. Wait. Yeah, no, no, no.
0: That's But we'll I am going to go out there
2: in a totally different direction, one that affected the business in a lot of ways, but it was, and like many of these, they're, they're real life romances that become on screen romances. But I feel like you can't talk about the wrestling romance without talking about edge and Lita. To me, edge and Lita is one that affected the business in so many ways. Cause it, there was the real aspect of it, but it is a major part of both of their careers. And when edge and, and you know, that's, what prompted the Rated R superstar? And and that's what really you know got them, you know, mainstream coverage. And there was the 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 slip-up that sort of you know took place and 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 a lot of covering up that had to happen because of of some mishaps with with you know the live sex scene that they did to celebrate a title win. And the Edge and Lita pairing did wonders for their careers and, and did affect their real lives as well, just like Macho Man and Elizabeth, but it's one that I don't think anybody could ever forget for, for a long period of time. And Edge and Hall of Famer already, Alita, you know, Hall of Fame. Like these are characters and people that are f- firmly cemented in WWE and pro wrestling history forever. And that's a big part of their legacy, is the mm-hmm. Edge and Lita relationship. They both had amazing careers without that. But you can't discuss their amazing careers without that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it it cemented them both in some good and bad ways as far as, you know, how their legacy is remembered. And I do feel like Lita always gets shortchanged. Like she got the short end of the stick. And that fucking sucks. And that's just, I think, unfortunately, what happens with women in relationships. And I'll just get on my soapbox right now because it's my fucking show where, you know, when history wants to remember things like that, women will always get shortchanged. You know, he's already in the Hall of Fame. He's already, you know, has is is already remembered in so many ways. And people have kind of forgiven, forgotten about that. But I feel like she's always going to have more of that stigma. Yeah. um,
2: Which is sad because she was. It's memorable because of both of them. They yeah, both exactly. Big
0: it's it. literally two they, to they fucking both, tango.
2: They both so, play played that role. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to, it's just, it's just yeah, it, it's, it yeah. is unfortunate because she doesn't get the credit she deserves for the role she played in it because she did a great job. And, and yeah. she really, and really did. If and if what people tend to di- forget is that yeah. most of what we saw on screen was after they were done off screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah. Well, and that also leads to kind of one of the more random wedding romance angles. And that was Lita and Kane. That's when we got the famous Dinsky, you know, baby punt, all of that. And that was a weird that that just, you know, I was never a big fan of like those forced relationship angles. And that just didn't. And it wasn't even like this whole Beauty and the Beast thing where like eventually you fall in love with the Beast. It was just a it's weird angle. Where she my
2: was my fault. Sorry, it was delayed. She
0: was just like forced into this whole thing with Kane. It was weird. Just I'm I did not like it at all.
2: Yeah, it's 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 weird. It is weird and it is different. And it's not it's not what Lita's remembered for, thankfully. And not what Kane's remembered for, thankfully, but was definitely a part of their legacies and a part of their lives. So I'm gonna save the ringer for a second, but I do want to bring up um one of my favorite relationships, and I think it really I think a lot of people were on the fence about this one character and, and the relationship aspect really put her over the top for a lot of people. And that was Daniel Bryan and AJ Lee. That pairing mm-hmm. to me was so much fun. A lot of people don't yes. remember she was a general manager and, and she's such a versatile performer and versatile actress. And, and the whole deal with her and Daniel Bryan, of course, CM Punk, um, which again, you get to the real life stuff, but, but whatever on screen, they all had great chemistry. I think it let people see Daniel Bryan in a different way. Um, Later with all the yes stuff and and with Kane, uh it's a big part of his development as well, and a big part of how WWE fans looked at him as a sports entertainer and, and not just a pro wrestler and allowed him to transcend into what is has been a Hall of Fame career and for her a Hall of Fame career as well. And hopefully she gets that recognition at some point. But she is one of the best performers and and again, does not get the credit she deserves because of how quickly it ended and, and what it's all associated with, but uh, an on-screen relationship, an on-screen romance—that was a, a lot of fun and very entertaining.
0: Yes, I I agree, and it it was something that because we already saw what she could do with Daniel Bryan, it made it so much easier almost for her to translate that when it came time for John Cena or you know CM Punk, and a, and again a way that. Th- It makes it sound or look worse than it really is. But I think it's just because she had such a magnetic personality. And I feel like she was able to display that with anyone that she was on screen with. And almost that she was so interesting that anyone can kind of get captured in her web. And that's really good storytelling. That's something that's very rare. Whereas you have one person that even they're interacting with different personalities. There's something about her that... Lots of different people were drawn to, and that's, it was like just a great amount of acting, but also just pure charisma that has, has been hard to match, to be honest. Um, And you're absolutely right when it comes to showing Daniel Bryan in a different light where he could be a sports entertainer, we knew he could be a wrestler, but. Yeah, you know him being a sports entertainer, that that took it to another level. That you know, of course, things like versatility and and acting, mm-hmm. but it also did impact his in ring work. I think it really helped be a catalyst for the yes movement as well. You know, the fact that he and, and it's just always fun in a way to see kind of someone get their comeuppance. And at that point of his career, it was Daniel Bryan. You know, he got he got that oh, based yeah. off of his treatment of AJ Lee, and eventually the tables turned so much, which helped, you know, the catalyst and of movement of, of, or help with the catalyst of the yes movement. But it's also fun to kind of look back at that and see, I mean, he, he's his purest form of frustration and like anger with her is hilarious because he's really good at that. And we don't see it anymore, but some of his best acting work was with AJ Lee.
2: It was, it definitely was. And that's why, that's why I remember it so well.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's awesome. It's a very, very, very good one. Absolutely. Um, and you know, well, I'll throw this out there. This may have been your ringer. I'm not exactly sure, but really the love and this ended up becoming a triangle, multiple levels. This is really my first introduction to wrestling romance and that's triple H and, and Stephanie, um, you know, that whole angle with test Starting that off when Stephanie's kind of more of this innocent, younger uh, you know, daughter of, of the boss. And that whole, you know, storytelling, I think, was actually really good because it introduced us as to, you know, this angel of Stephanie. And then as you know, time went on with the you know, rivalry with DX, and then that whole marriage to Triple H and how that evolved, that itself was amazing storytelling because you believed it. You really felt, you know, that heartbreak when. You know, Tess and Stephanie found out that she was already married to to Triple H, and then when she found out that her dad had kind of just been using her as a you know a, a toy or some kind of chess piece in this whole thing with the Undertaker. Hell yeah, she's going to get back at her dad, and, and why oh, not? Yeah. You know, do that against the man that she hates uh or a man that, that her dad hates and so there was so many layers to it just at that level and then eventually adding that whole thing with Kurt Angle was just you know it's it's a big story that's been told for many many years and uh I, lo- I loved just kind of the layers to it that they've added and taken away throughout the past you know gosh what 15 years 20 years
2: it's true but that wasn't the ringer at all the ringer is not a wwe one the ringer is one that well a lot of you are going to cringe when you hear these two words come out of my mouth and those two words happen in tna and those two words Uh. are claire lynch claire lynch was one of the absolute worst wrestling romance relationship storylines of all time And what's so funny about it, funny, I don't know. So Leva Bates was nice enough to come on this show a lot in in the past. And her and Patrick would always talk about nerd stuff, you know, precursor years ago to Bandwagon Nerds. And we talked about the Claire Lynch angle. And what people don't know is that she had the opportunity to be Claire Lynch. And thank goodness for her, she turned it down. Yeah. Because the time, this is, you know, before Blue Pants, before all that stuff. And and she didn't want to do that character, and, and so she turned away the opportunity to do it and uh, later appeared in Impact in, in different ways. But, I mean, that ruined that actress's career. Like, she was a commercial actress that they hired. She was local in Orlando, and they hired her on. And her talent agency, and she shut down everything. Her commercials she appeared in had, had to be pulled off of YouTube because of the comments that wrestling fans were putting on them.
0: Yeah, wrestling fans, we know how to stay classy. Like
2: they ruined her career, maybe her life, who knows. But Claire Lynch, and it was just a terrible, she faked a pregnancy and there was all this involvement. And remember, it started off, it was like AJ and Dixie and Dixie's husband got involved and it was just, and you had Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. They got involved. I mean, the whole thing was just nuts. And, and it was just the most, wrestling soap opera storyline that you could ever imagine and there was just no good way out of it and of course unfortunately it had some collateral damage to a very real person's career in the world of acting even though she was a commercial actress look you got to work right you got to put food on the table and that was taken away from her and she probably seriously regrets ever being Claire Lynch and taking on that role because at the time it was just a gig she probably didn't even know much about wrestling or TNA And, and yeah, but it's, it's one of those that I will never, ever forget, probably for all the wrong reasons.
0: Yes. And you bring up a good point with TNA, especially TNA like that. There was some weird uh, angles. Uh, One of the ones that come to mind are ODB and Eric Young and that whole literally getting married in their underwear in a, in a cage, right? I'm pretty sure it was like,
2: yeah, it was perfect.
0: It was it was so you know they at least stay stay true to themselves. I think they were like knockouts. Tag, they were uh,
2: Eric tag Young was one half of the knockout champion. tag team champions. Oh yeah. My gosh,
0: how does that even? How does that even? I'm kind of sad that you know they're not even like acknowledging any of that right now because they're both back with the company and I would that just would love be, one I mean, moment to like. Just acknowledge the past, but that was you know exactly. Eric Young was one half of the knockouts tag team champions, and you know, the initial part of it I did think was interesting about you know, ODB being the aggressor. I love yeah. that. Um, but then that fit it fit her just character got, so well, yeah, it fit our character so well. And then just the fact that like Eric Young kind of eventually caved and he went deep, he went down he. that hole. That's like all he does. That.
2: I mean, I'm serious, like. Don't Fire Eric is one of the best storylines th- that no one ever talks about. And he was so paranoid and it was so perfect and and he's just he's one of the most undervalued performers. That is absolutely ever. true. When he, he really commits
0: is. to something, it is a good good I commitment. Mean, just The watch only reason him right sanity now.
2: worked even a little bit was because of Eric Young. Yeah. Like like it just and Nikki Cross too, but it really and she probably learned a lot of that from Eric Young to be honest with you. But yeah, it's just when he goes in, man, he goes in. Yeah. And he went in.
0: Another interesting storyline from TNA that talk about long term storytelling, Bully Ray and Brooke Hogan. Um, And that talk about, I mean, we talk about ruined weddings like Test and and Stephanie. That whole story, the long game, the long con, uh, the big reveal of Bully Ray being with aces and eights after all of that. That was pretty good. I have to admit, like that was. It was. It was pretty good for for that. I mean, still chaotic, but that too was at a good prime with aces and eights. And that showed how deep, you know, they, they were. And it still was at a good layer where there was a lot of them, but also you could see kind of, it was more widespread that they could infiltrate anything, any place within that company was good. I think it's one of the best swerves and reveals in at least I know for that company, but in, in kind of modern wrestling.
2: It is. I mean, it was so well done and it allowed Bully Ray to finally be seen as a solo performer and as a main eventer, a solo performer, main eventer, and did so well at it that as usually happens when you're such an amazing heel, he eventually turns babyface, And that's what happened with with Bully Ray. And, And it was just so perfectly done. The storytelling involved, like they revealed things that happened months prior and how they were part of the plan, including an attack on Bully Ray and everything else. Like they definitely showed and told the story well and planned it out to where the reveal at least made sense, which doesn't always happen in the world of pro wrestling. The last one for me is one that was, I would say was ahead of its time, especially in terms of acceptance, but it's Billy and Chuck. Billy and Chuck for me was one that, um, it, the hardest thing to do in wrestling is get out of things sometimes. And the Billy and Chuck wedding, Was done. It basically got turned into Eric Bischoff versus Stephanie McMahon. And when Eric Bischoff showed up, and he was the 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 preacher, and three minute warning attacked everybody, like it was just a perfect way to get out of it. Especially when Billy and Chuck revealed they weren't gay, and the Godfather was involved in that. Like there was just so much that I think would would be great and bad today on a lot of different levels Mm -hmm. I think it would would be good for some of the exposure but bad because they weren't really gay like it's a lot of things that would be bad about it but also a lot of good can come from it as well because of of who they were and and they played their roles very well and and did a good job with it and and it was one that's again part of wrestling history
0: my last one. Speaking of the Godfather, is he had something to do with this breakup? And that's Chinese, China, and Eddie Guerrero. I mean, that was a pairing that kind of took me by surprise. I'll even throw in a China and Mark Henry because that was really the first one I saw when Mark Henry is trying to to date her, and you could see China was very hesitant. You know, she was very reluctant to even, uh, you know entertain mark henry but when they went out on that date and they started dancing a little bit you started to see her kind of crack a little bit and i loved seeing those moments from her because eventually we saw a little bit later on in her career but at that point she's still the ninth wonder of the world no man could face her and when she had that with with mark henry a little bit i thought that was very cute it took it to another level with eddie guerrero because also as latino he That was exactly what we got from him, you know, and just how he wooed her and he treated her like a woman and he, you know, did so much with her and for her that you just kind of fell in love with the pairing uh, a bit. Um, And I think, too, that was something that she probably, you know, within the, the context of on screen, hadn't had that before, hadn't had someone who treated her with that love and devotion and admiration as a woman, because she had always been seen as the ninth wonder of the world. And so, you know, unfortunately, you know, Eddie Stray, due to, you know, the the product of The Godfather, And that didn't end very well. But during that time, they were a great pairing, you know, just seeing them every week, um, seeing just, you know, the fact that she just had that smirk on her face, you know, just the fact that he was able to crack her. And that seemed like so Eddie, you know, when Eddie got in there and he made you crack, you were done. That was it. You just you just couldn't help but fall in love with him. Um, And I think we saw that from from China, but also just that dynamic, too, of where, you know, they supported each other. They were there. They helped each other win. Like that was a it was a cute thing. It was one of those romances that I think a lot of people look back on and and say, damn, that was that was a good one. Also, Opposites Attract as well. Oh, yeah. Um, But a, a really good pairing.
2: Sad that the first and the last pairings we talked about are no longer with us and in, in celebrating in their amazing careers and what they've done. But that's unfortunately comes with the world of wrestling. So, and what yes. comes with the world of podcasting is, well, commercials.
1: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. What? What? What?
3: What? What? Y2J is the undisputed champion. Y2J was declared the winner at Vengeance. Vince McMahon and Booker T screw stone cold. Vince and Booker T screw stone cold. I said, Vince McMahon and Booker T screw stone cold.
0: that is a clip of the one and only Stone Cold Steve Austin and as you could tell if you are watching the video edition of the hashtag Miranda show I am wearing one of my multiple Austin 316 shirts uh I feel like I'm 10 again because <laughs> I have at least four that was that was really the the wrestling t-shirt that I had so we are recording this show on 316 March 16th. Austin 316 day, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin day. So I just wanted to end the show with talking about love. My love of pro wrestling has come from my fandom of Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you've listened to this show or to me before ever, you this is not new news. But I mean, what better way to honor, you know, Stone Cold uh, on 316 as we're recording this. And again, tying it into love, you know. My love of pro wrestling came from watching Stone Cold Steve Austin in the late 90s and early 2000s. We talked about him on the Babyface Heel podcast um, with myself, Greg and Patrick, you know, all of us discussing which who did we like better? Babyface, Stone Cold or Heel? And of course, it was a unanimous babyface. But what he did as a babyface revolutionized. The wrestling industry with, you know, being this anti-hero, not being, you know, what the typical heel or being the typical, well, same thing, typical heel, but typical hero of that time frame. We grew up in the 70s, 80s and 90s with that pure baby face, pure hero, hero, you know, type of, of persona and Stone Cold changed that completely. And I know for me as a kid, I just admired so much how badass he was, how destructive. And again, this is the 90s. I mean, talk about things that wouldn't fly anymore. Yeah. But the reason we have now, you know, the sense of, of tweener is because of the fact that Stone Cold in action did heal things. But in persona and who he was and what he stood up for was a hero. And it, it changed how we look at, at wrestling forever. And it actually ended up being more of a modern perception of it, because as we've talked about before, too, you know, a hero isn't necessarily someone who does good things, they can do bad things. And it's just the perception of how that impacts others and what it's all meant to do. That kind of defines, you know, how how it's received. But you know, my I, I would not be here today. I would have not done any of the things I've done and and be a wrestling fan if it was not for Stone Cold Steve Austin.
2: And of course, you can't have Austin 316 day. I mean, there's, you know, without one promo
3: Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want me be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring. Get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says, I just whipped your ass.
0: And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another edition of the hashtag Miranda show in the books. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Let us know your thoughts on Stone Cold Steve Austin, any favorite memories or moments or matches. Also, your favorite on-screen pairings, whether I mean I didn't even get to Lucha Underground. As I was completing, it's like, damn, there's things on Lucha Underground I forgot to talk about. You know, there's so many that we didn't get the chance to mention on tonight's show. So make sure you leave your thoughts and comments. Um in In the the show, if you're watching this on YouTube, in the comments below, if you're watching or listening to this through your favorite podcast streaming platform like Spotify, iTunes, PodBay, iHeartRadio, leave some comments and let us know what are some of your favorite on-screen pairings. Don't forget, Expo Lucha Live happening this Saturday, March 20th. If you go to ExpoLucha.com, you'll be able to find information on how it's being streamed, but it's going to be streamed live on YouTube for free Um, And that's where you'll be able to see your girl host the Ring of Love dating game. Also, don't forget to check out TheChairShot.com, your source for wrestling news, analysis, and opinions. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And you can follow us on social media. Greg's at Chair Shop Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow the Chair Shop um, at Chair Shop Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And again, me, myself, Miranda Morales, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at the hashtag Miranda. Uh, Greg, where can our listeners and viewers find IZW again?
2: At IZW IZWWrestlingAZ. Link in bio. Go out and get your tickets.
0: Mm hmm. And if you can't attend, but you still want to support IZW, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot to pick up your very own IZW t-shirt. You can also pick up your own Chair Shot t-shirt, including the Chair Shot 316 shirt or the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt that you can get. T-shirts start at $19.99 and you can uh, get them in soft style for a few dollars extra. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's show. We will be back. We'll keep on doing this because that's just the way that it goes. As Greg said, this is a thing now. I mean, we've been doing this now. It's been a thing actually, yeah. for like two years. Almost, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Much. Yeah.
2: Yes. Like, it's oh, been. This might be yeah. like two year anniversary edition. We don't even know it. But yeah, it's, it's like. And we
0: don't the, even know. That's fine, though, because we ain't like that. We ain't bougie like that. We just keep, keep on rolling. Uh, make sure you check out, of course, the Babyface Heel podcast, uh, Cheer Shot Radio, which Greg and I have also recorded. Of course, the Lucha Central weekly podcast, which is also distributed and now available uh, on the Chair Shot Radio network with myself, Brendan Barr, and Dusty Murphy, where we cover all the things you need to know about Lucha Libre. Um, you can also find it at luchacentral.com. It drops every Friday. Um, and make sure you check out the English edition. There is a Spanish edition. If you speak Spanish and you like that, you can also check it out. But we are the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast English Edition. For Greg DeMarco, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you so much. And don't forget to keep it soft style.
2: just makes me want to walk like really fast like with a purpose right
0: no with purpose purpose. like just walk down out anywhere i'm gonna walk down my
2: hallway yeah like seriously like how can you not like if you ever have to go somewhere and do something really like an important meeting at work like you just want to play that that. so we used to at work at one point every day at 316 we would play this song somebody at work had a stone cold steve Austin action figure and so oh, we would play genius. it, and people would play with it, and they'd have the figure come walking out and hit somebody, and yeah, it was really, uh... I love it. Really funny what happened. That's
0: how you have good office morale.
2: Yeah. I'm great for the office morale. Like, like now we don't have offices anymore and that sort of thing, but as one thing that, that people would say is that I was always a good, good for the office morale, that's for sure, but yeah, office morale is, uh a real thing it's a real important thing too if we're in a business so this is like our post-credit scene at this point like on the video they can't see us or so the logo's already up but yeah you know what i haven't done yet this week at all which is kind of uncharacteristic of us there's one thing we haven't played this week
3: wildcard bitches Yeah!
1: and now we have thechairshot.com always use your